Sullivan and Cromwell encourage us as lawyers to be generalist in our abilities. And what that means is that we're expected and encouraged to be able to work across a wide range of practice areas. And that could be anything from M&A, mergers and acquisitions, to working on the lender side on a large project financing. Practicing in corporate law in particular, the work you do and the objectives of your clients are so influenced and so tied to what's going on in the markets globally. I, I like speaking to clients every day, finding out what their objectives are in terms of their strategic plans and their commercial objectives. So that was really attractive to me and seemed like dynamic and interesting work. Hello and welcome back to a special episode of the Law Careers Net podcast. This is our first practice area profile podcast episode in collaboration with Sullivan and Cromwell. In this episode, we're hearing from Catherine McLaughlin, associate at Sullivan and Cromwell. Catherine tells us all about her work in the corporate finance team, the highlight of her career so far, issues currently facing the legal profession and the skills and strengths students who are looking to enter this practice area should develop. We really hope you enjoyed this practice area profile. The idea is to offer you a direct insight into what it's really like to work as a lawyer in this area. You can read the full write-up of the practice area profile on Law Careers Net and find out more about training at Sullivan and Cromwell via the link in the podcast description. And don't forget to check out our regular podcast episodes sponsored by the University of Law, which come out every month. Over to Catherine. I did my training contract at Sullivan and Cromwell's London office, which is where I still work now as an associate. I I very much stayed in the one place. I think it's very interesting when I talk about my training contract as an associate, because I actually think your work as a trainee solicitor, particularly in the first six months to a year, is possibly more demanding than working as a junior associate. And the reasons for that are many. I think it's a confidence building issue a lot of the time, as in any job or in any industry. It takes more time than you might think to familiarise yourself with how systems work and what the expectations are in terms of dealing with clients. I mean, a lot of industries are like that, but to kind of focus in more on on my experience, I think at, at Sullivan and Cromwell, it's really important as a trainee that you are involved by partners uh, as, a, as a key component of the teams in the matters that you work on. So you are doing from day one here, really substantive work of marking up documents, sending email advice to clients, obviously with the support and with the oversight of your mentors. But, you know, that's why the learning curve is slightly steeper as a trainee, which makes things a little bit easier on you if and when you do qualify as an associate, because you're already doing all of the work that a junior associate would do. I mean, sometimes as a trainee, I would be working as the junior person on the transaction and maybe you would have a much more senior associate and a partner. So I was kind of doing work six months in that some of my peers would only be having access to at one to two years PTE. I think the first thing I would say in terms of what area of expertise I practice is that really 
Sullivan and Cromwell encourage us as lawyers to be uh, generalist in our abilities. And what that means is that we are expected and encouraged to be able to work across a wide range of practice areas. And that could be anything from M&A, mergers and acquisitions, to working on the lender side on a large project financing. And it's an approach that's very much emphasized across the firm on a global level. I was really attracted to that model because I think it makes every day different, even in terms of the matters I practice in at the moment in the space of one day I could be working on you know a very private equity orientated management incentive plan then in the afternoon I might move on to working on a more traditional private M&A deal where I'm drafting SPAs and other transaction documents and negotiating those with the other side and then maybe in the evening I need to do some work with my colleagues in the capital markets department and I personally enjoy that it's it makes my day more varied and I exercise kind of different skills across those areas which is my preference but I would say principally at the moment I work in M&A and capital markets. I think in terms of how the work differs from what I was doing maybe a year and a half ago as a trainee, it is much more client facing at this point in your career. So I think the distinction is less apparent at Sullivan and Cromwell because as I said earlier, there really is an emphasis from day one on getting us in front of clients and, and making sure that we are sending our work to clients and that we're a visible part of the team, which maybe isn't the case at law firms that have a bigger trainee cohort. But even that said, as a one-year PQ associate, I find that clients have a slightly different perception of you. They really view you as your key day-to-day -day contact on the deals that you're working on. So I will get a lot more calls from clients with questions about the transaction that we're working on, about how to deal with issues as they arise. So there is that little bit more responsibility. And obviously that responsibility is increasing you know, in the framework of a, of a wider team. And I still rely very much on, on support and guidance from the partners I work with and from the senior associates and the deals I work with. But it's a very good learning experience at this point to be taking a little bit more of the initiative on yourself and helping clients with issues as they arise, maybe with less input from the more senior people and the deals you work on. I also think the second biggest distinction between working as an associate and working as a trainee is that you really do take the initiative more as an associate to move your deals forward. So as an example, I was working uh, on the closing last week of the seal of a, an optical retail business in Europe. And it was really on me to ensure that all the parties were coordinated in what they needed to do in terms of legal formalities on closing, in terms of getting documents finalized and signed up. And I was really the key person on the transaction, coordinating that and moving things forward, which happens more gradually than you would think. But it, it certainly is a difference I've, I've noticed. And I think the third difference is the importance of delegation and of managing people a little bit more. So teamwork is, is obviously super important at law firms like Sullivan and Cromwell. And it's really essential that you have a 
coordinated internal team who know what's going on in the deal and are working together on issues and who are connected. And I find it's often my role to bring trainees onto a transaction to brief them on what we're doing and also to help them organize their daily workloads. So a lot of the time I, I find that I'll be working really closely with the trainees on the transaction and that we're making sure that things like document markups are being turned, that we're maintaining transaction agendas and legal checklists, which I personally really enjoy because as I said, I, I like the interactive nature of this role and I like working with people, but it certainly is a difference from working as a trainee when, when the work sort of comes to you. As an associate, you have to be very organized and use people's uh, strength, you know, in a positive way for the transaction going forward. There have been many highlights um, in my short career at Sullivan and Cromwell so far. So the first is when you look at the substance of the work and the transactional work we do here, I think maybe one of my highlights has just happened. So I was working on a, a carve out of an optical retail business in Europe for about a year until now, which involved a lengthy auction process of the business that was being sold. Then once we, as, a, as the sell side, trimmed down the bidders in the process, we then moved on to a kind of lengthy period of negotiation of our sale and purchase agreement and other key transaction documents with the buyer and then subsequently worked on the signing and, and the closing of that transaction, which happened just last week. So that was a really uh, important matter for me to work on in terms of my development as a junior associate because I had involvement in that deal right from the outset and had a lot of responsibility in terms of making sure that the signing and the closing went smoothly. So it was a really wonderful learning experience, I think, for me being involved in that transaction for the whole life of the matter, because I really saw, I think, for the first time, how an M&A deal works from start to finish and all the, all the nuances and all the little details that occurred during that time. And it was immensely enjoyable for me. I was learning something new every week. I was drafting different documents every week. Working in that transaction for such a long time enabled me to build up really great relationships with the internal team members. So I got to work with partners for a year who I'd never worked with before. And then on, on the flip side of that coin, when you work for a year with so many different law firms and local counsel and with the internal teams at your client, you obviously build up really good working relationships with those people as well, which hopefully we'll maintain going forward and we'll work with that client again. So it was very enjoyable for me. In terms of the key issues facing the profession over the next five years, at the top end of the market, I think the profession is asking itself, how do we sort of differentiate ourselves to clients in light of the advent of legal efficiency technologies and the increase of legal services providers in the sector who do a lot of traditional work of corporate lawyers in terms of things like e-discovery, due diligence and document review, you know, drafting kind of standard form contracts. I think the question that firms firms like us ask themselves is, well, what makes us special to clients and how do we show clients that we are still a valuable proposition? And I think we, the main way we do that is by, you know, the quality of our work and kind of showing excellence in the day-to-day -day matters that we work on with clients. 
So it's really about, I, I can't emphasize enough how much in my job I'm thinking about how can I do things with a view to showing the client how useful we are to them. So it's things like it's a, a team endeavor in preparing certain documents. You know, you might have finance advisors involved in a deal, legal advisors, technical advisors. As the lawyers, we really have to have a view and we have to be present across all of those work streams. So maybe there's there's a work stream or there's a document that is not traditionally legal in nature, but the client will often rely on us to give an opinion or give advice on how that document fits into the wider structure of, of the legal deal. And we'll be very involved in reviewing you know, financial documents and technical documents to make sure that we're there communicating the message our client wants them to communicate and that they are aligned in, in meeting their legal objectives. So we really do hold the hand of the client from the outset of the deal to the finish. My favourite part of the job is building relationships with not just the internal teams, that kind of comes naturally by itself, but also building relationships with our clients. And maybe one example of that is the transaction I talked about earlier, where we were working with our client very closely for a year in some very busy times in the deal and some long days. But it is really rewarding throughout a transaction when you get to key milestones and your client is so pleased at the quality of the work that you're producing and very appreciative of the assistance that you're giving them and navigating their legal issues. I really enjoy that side of the job. Also, what I quite like about being a lawyer and it is a client service profession but what I like about doing a client service kind of role in the legal industry is that you maintain those relationships with the clients you work for so we might advise someone on on the acquisition of, of a company and then they will come back to us five years later maybe it's a PE firm when they are exiting from that investment opportunity so you see the same people kind of come back a few years later and in a slightly different transaction which is very interesting and also is is helpful going forward because when you've already established relationships with people you you know how you work well together and you have more of a sense of what their objectives are so that's definitely the best part of the role for me if i look back to myself in my first six months as a trainee i would give myself three pieces of advice in terms of the skills and strengths that i needed to focus on the first one is actually organization. It's so good if you're coming into a firm on a vacation scheme or if you're coming in on a training contract to really get yourself into good organizational practices right at the outset. That means finding out how your email system works, finding out how you save emails to different clients and different matters, because I often find that I will send what seems like a really random email at one stage in a transaction and maybe two years later I will work for that client again and we'll be looking for that one email that I sent two years ago and it's really good and a lot easier on you yourself as a, as a practicing lawyer if you can go back through your email management systems and track down that piece of advice and the same applies to things like saving pieces of work you've done or advice you've given or research you've carried out. A lot of being a lawyer is going back and finding things you gave advice on a few years ago and updating them for your client. So it's really good to get into those practices at the outset. It cuts the time you spend on administrative tasks going forward. The second important skill and strength I would focus on, on working on is perseverance. It means two things. So one is 
as a trainee in a law firm, more of a learning curve than even the transition from trainee to junior associate, because you've worked so hard for your training contract, you've done the vacations games, you've done a lot of reading and research. And sometimes I think that can make you come in with a lot of trepidation to this profession, because you think you have to be excellent from the start, and you have to have that great attention to detail. And I think the people that come into this profession are obviously all excellent, have great academics, great extracurriculars. It can be quite disappointing, I think, for some people if they get a markup back with a lot of comments. But it's important to not let that knock your confidence and to persevere and to appreciate that it's it's like any other profession in that it takes time to learn what the expectations are and what the best ways of doing things are. So it's perseverance in, in one way, but it's also not being to harden yourself at the early stages, I think. And then the third skill and strength that I would emphasize is probably, this is a slightly more difficult one to develop at a junior stage, but it's doing client facing work. So it's your ability to, to work as a team and to speak to clients. You can't, you know, sit in your office and do your work and kind of hide from clients. You really have to be able to pick up the phone not just to clients, but to other advisors and other people on the deal and and be confident in answering their questions and and giving advice. And that doesn't mean you do that without support or without the mentorship of the people you're working with, but you do have to at least have a willingness to do that and at least have an enthusiasm for working with clients and build up a little bit of confidence there. But that's something that, you know, also comes with time and with mentorship and the people that you're working with.